Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone is having an awesome Monday. I know, I know, start of the week sucks, but, uh, you know, we got another weekend to look forward to. Uh, I have been kind of MIA. Uh, I, I've been posting on Twitter and stuff, but uh, if you're a, a patron of the show, you know I wasn't really up on my duties over the weekend. Uh, I wasn't in the chat very much. I had to skip show on Friday. I couldn't do the members-only show on Thursday with Fritz because uh, I was pretty ill. Um, thanks to a vaccinated guy coming into my office and giving three of us unvaccinated people the coof. So uh, I got to I got to survive that shit. Uh, but I did it with vitamin C, uh, vitamin D, zinc, magnesium, and this shit called Pa Diarco. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Uh, it's some kind of tree bark shit. My girlfriend's really into the hippy dippy, organic, holistic care stuff, and she's like, uh, I, th- I think it was. I want to say it was Thursday, Friday. Um, she woke me up. And she's like, "Give me your wallet. I'm going to the. I'm going to get you some herbs because I was not doing well." <clears throat> and uh, she went and got me this tincture of some kind of tree bark called potty arco and i'm telling you within an hour of taking it my symptoms started going away and within 24 hours they were gone so i don't i'm not saying that's the cure for covid but it definitely it definitely either helped me or coincided with me uh my symptoms going away um so i i took i took a little time for myself because i needed it but i'm here i'm alive uh i've been a smoker for 25 years and i survived it just fine with vitamins like 99.98 percent of all people do so uh Let's maybe put the the doomsday talk away for a little while, guys. we got a great show for you tonight, but let's start off with some sponsors. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Reed Mises Not Mark shirt that I'm wearing today at a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout. Uh, Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of this here YouTube channel under all of my videos by hitting join. I think it's six bucks a month or something. I always forget. Um, And you can get into the private Discord server where you can hang out with really cool people, but also get all of Top Lops' new gear up to a week before it goes out to the general public at like a 30% discount. Uh, It's pretty good stuff, man. I'm telling you. And he comes up with new stuff. Like It's like every week, really. I mean, it's really good stuff. If you're going to do it, do it, man. It's good stuff. I'm actually a Marlboro Reds guy. I've been smoking Marlboro Reds for about 25 years, if you can believe that. Uh, And uh, up until about a year ago, I could still run miles and do all that stuff. Now it's kind of starting to affect me. So I think it's probably time to quit. Um, And we're going to Disneyland. We're leaving for Disney World on the 10th. Uh, If you guys remember, we did that little fundraiser, and a lot of you guys helped us out. Uh, I was able to book that trip. We're leaving on the 10th, uh, the 10th through the 18th. So I'm going to make a conscious effort to try and quit before we go to Disney World because it is like, you know, this beautiful trip for everyone. And I don't want to mess it up by like having to run out and smoke and do all this crap. So um, hopefully we can get that done. Of course, anthemplanning.com, executive producers of the show. Uh, check them out today. See what they can do for your, or for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Um, I, I still got to get a new video ad out for them. Everything just kind of went to the wayside, guys. I really apologize. Uh, but check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. I'm telling you, if you own a business, go to anthemplanning.com right now. Right now. And check them out and see what they can do for you. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Um, no, I have not got tested yet, but it's we, we don't need to test. We're, we're pretty positive. Uh, guy left our office after being there for a week, tested positive the next day, and within four to seven days, three of us were ill ill in the office. So we're pretty sure we know what happened. I had all the symptoms uh, except for the taste and smell thing, um, which I guess not everybody gets. Um, but I was definitely I was sick, fever, real bad. It was it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough, but never hit my lungs really. I never got the the, the cough uh, like some people do, thankfully. And it, they say that might be something to do with me smoking. Uh, because I've already killed my H2 uh, uh, 
receptors or whatever in my lungs. So I guess some uh, long-term smokers haven't had as many problems with COVID as uh, people with fresh lungs, which I think is bizarre. But hey, it's the one time it's going to save my life. So, um, But anyways, we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, we already talked a little bit about him in the uh, sponsor portion of the show, but he is my good friend. He's uh, you know one half of Break the Cycle, maybe more probably more than half a break the cycle. If it wasn't for this guy, I would not have the show I have today. He's my good friend and the uh, owner and hand of God behind TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Top Lobster. Sir, how are you doing? How you doing, Josh? It's good to see you alive, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I know I, he, Top, Top Lobster kept texting me like every day, hey, man, how you feeling today? I'm like, ugh. It was, it was bizarre. So let me, let me talk a little bit about how, how bizarre it was. So it started like a headache and sinus infection. That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, I'm getting sinus infection. But then we found out that guy tested positive uh, before he left the office. And then another guy went out sick and actually had to miss a couple of days of work. And he had a fever and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, great, here we go. Um, and then, so, so then I got like bedridden for like a day. And then I had two days that were good. Like I, I felt much, much better. Like I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm on the downside of this. And then it hit me way harder than it had in the, the first few days. And so, I, that was that was right around the time when I was doing the show with Fritz, and then I had to cancel the show with you on Friday because I just I had to I had to take Friday. Friday was the worst day for sure, and that was that was the day that um, I like I like went outside to smoke in the evening. It was like sixty two degrees, and the wind just like slightly blew, and I got the chills, and the chills never went away for like twenty four hours, dude. They just stayed, and it sucked so bad. And uh, it was it was pretty brutal though, man. But I. I you know, I feel good now, and and uh, you know, I don't I don't know if I have any long term COVID symptoms or anything like that. But um, and uh, I did not get a test, like I said, and I didn't get a test in January either when we didn't think COVID was here. But I'm pretty sure I had COVID in January of last year. I was flying in and out of San Francisco Airport every Friday and every Sunday uh, for pretty much from through January through March, every single weekend traveling to conventions. <clears throat> then I came home from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And got probably the worst sickness I've ever had in my life. I had to. I walked halfway up the stairs. I had to sit down. Like it, it turned into pneumonia. It was really, really bad. But we didn't know COVID was here at the time, so yeah. I didn't get a test. But I'm pretty sure uh, it, if I just had it again, I'm pretty sure it was my second time. But I'm getting a antibodies test on the fifth, um, so we'll know we'll know for sure if I had it. But I, we're like 99.98 percent positive uh, that I've had the coup, man. So how are you? How are you doing, Top? How you been, man? <laughs> I've been good. I'm actually, uh, I'm kind of happy that you did cancel on Friday because we traveled, uh, we traveled on Tuesday, I believe, or Monday, came back Friday and every plane ride was delayed by like six hours. So like it was just a hell travel, but we got actually started, we got back Thursday. So it would have just been like no rest and then right onto the podcast, but I'm doing all right. Yeah, I, uh, I know how that feels, yeah. dude. I work twelve-hour shifts and then come right on the, right into the podcast, but I barely have enough time to scarf dinner down before I come and give you all a show five nights a week. You better appreciate, man. Yeah, appreciate, <laughs> man. I know somebody, somebody's talking uh, before the show started in the chat saying, "Oh, I'm missing the Dallas Cowboys game, and I'm missing Tim Pool." I guess Bob Murphy's on Tim Pool tonight, which I understand oh, if yeah. you guys want to go watch that, dude. I, I love Bob Murphy and I love Tim Pool. So yeah, we're competing. We yeah. have some stiff competition. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm missing my game to give you guys a show. So I, I think I'm really making like the ultimate sacrifice here. He's missing his game to talk to me. Yeah. This is a this is amazing. This, this is the homie. Yeah. Though. This is a big homie. Uh, yeah, although, although he's a little he's a little smaller than me. I found out. 
Yeah, yeah, a couple of, I mean, average Puerto Rican hype, but you know, we do, <laughs> we do what we can over here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, so uh, you're trying to quit smoking, huh? Yeah, dude, it's, it's brutal, man. I've been trying, I've been trying to quit smoking since I started smoking, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, well, if I were you, I would stay away from uh, Chantix because I heard Pfizer just recalled that. Oh yeah, dude. I, yeah. Right. For, for cancer causing agents, go figure. Yeah. It's only know. been on the market for like 15 years or 20 years. Or something. I'm sure that their other products are, are probably really good though. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they are uh, really good. They, they're really good at what they do. Let's see. They had the biggest criminal fine in the history, criminal fine yeah. in history. Moderna's never put a, a vaccine out to market ever. They've never gotten one to market and J and J sold everybody cancer causing baby powder. So we we're really in good hands here. I think. Yeah. Why not? Go take the shot. <laughs> Take, take your third shot too. Yeah, third, fourth. You know, if we if we follow in the footsteps of the great Israeli state, uh, we could be looking at a fourth shot here in another three months, dude. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, yeah. You saw today Biden getting his third shot with the mask on. Yeah, yeah. How much you want to bet they're giving that guy saline shots? They're probably giving him adrenochrome. You know? <laughs> no, dude. If they were giving him adrenochrome, he wouldn't be drifting off to the ice cream truck every night, man. You know I mean? <laughs> well, after a while. It loses its effect, you know, so yeah. as it's going. Yeah, it's getting rough out there. I, Dave Smith put a, a, a hilarious tw- a tweet up about it. It's like uh, wearing a mask on your third booster shot is like that's the state of America right now. Dude, it just blows my mind. And it's like it's like we got Canada health officials coming out <laughs> saying, hey, if you get sick and don't get tested, we're counting you as COVID in the outbreaks. Yeah, right? that video was interesting. It's like, excuse me? Like you can't, you can't just fucking do that, right? And then someone popped on my Twitter today when I when I posted that and was like, "Well, on the flip side of that, think of all the MAGA bros that are getting sick and then not testing, so they're they're not going into the into the you know the database for all this shit." It's like, yeah, dude, yeah. what what sickness have you ever been required to be tested for besides but, HIV, which you know you transmit also, through sex and but. Like, like, do you get the flu and 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 automatically have to go to the hospital every single time you get the flu and and get tested and get this put into a database? No, you don't fucking have to do that. Cold pneumonia? No, you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? But wouldn't the wouldn't like so you didn't get tested and a lot of people didn't get tested that that had it like Pete Quinones or whatever? Wouldn't that just uh, contribute to uh, decreasing the the mortality rate of this virus? I mean, I mean, you would think so. Right. Yeah. And then there was that study that uh, what, like 85 percent of uh, they, they did like some ser- serology study where they where they uh, they took blood from a bunch of people, like millions of people across all 50 states. And 85 percent had had antibodies to covid. Well, they so well, they did that. They did that Stanford study like in the beginning of all this shit, like in the first six months. And they took like a cross section of people that they found on Facebook or Twitter or some shit and brought them in and found that 70% of them had antibodies. And this was six months into the pandemic, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's insane. That's just saying, yeah, it's just saying that this is not as deadly as it. Listen, if it didn't take out Josh, so I think we're going to be all right. Dude, it didn't take out, <laughs> it didn't take out the, the fattest ass dump truck president that lives on McDonald's we've ever had, dude. Ever. <laughs> you know no, Julie, Julia doesn't feed you McDonald's, right? She's, no, she's she doing a little she better don't than that. McDonald's, bro. She she literally will not let me. Like I I have to like beg her to let me give the kids McDonald's because the the kids love chicken nuggets from McDonald's and like yeah. and they're cheap as shit, right? Like I I wish they like Burger King uh, nuggets way way more because they're like a dollar for six of them or something. But uh, no, she she's it's it's like once in a blue moon. And 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 truth be told, I don't really like McDonald's much anymore. And when I do get McDonald's, I just get a fucking fillet of fish sandwich. That's all I eat, dude. 
Yeah. As you get older, like like my tolerance for McDonald's and these fast food places really just draw. I, I want the real shit. Yeah, Don't the, give me that beyond beef stuff. No, man. fuck no. <laughs> the only the only thing, the only like fast foods that I really still enjoy is Taco Bell. I'm always gonna love Taco Bell, dude, because I grew up eating that shitty fucking white people Mexican food, right? <laughs> um and my and it's like comfort food for me. Like, you know, like the South has like their comfort food and the East has like their fucking shrimp or uh what crab and lobster and shit, and then like, you know, the Midwest has corn and ranch dressing. Uh in California for us, it was Taco Bell. Like when we were sad, we had Taco Bell. When we were happy and celebrating, we had Taco Bell. I don't know. What it, it's single mom, two parents working three jobs, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's how it was. We didn't cook a lot. Yeah. Um, so I had to really teach myself like how to cook, you know, and like watch. I watched my grandfather who, who cooked. I mean, he retired so that he could cook and fish and eat, dude. Like that's it. That's all he did. And uh, nice. so I taught myself how to cook and, and uh, I like to cook. I enjoy it. But it's still that comfort and like driving through fast food sometimes. I don't know. But now they got, dude, have you tried, you know, Mr. Beast, like the famous YouTuber, Mr. Beast? No, no, I don't know. He's like one of the biggest YouTube accounts in the world, right? And he does all these crazy ass stunts where he like just gives away hundreds of thousands of dollars all the time. I don't know where, how he's got all this money, but he started a fucking, you know, during COVID, they've, they've started doing this thing where they, uh, they're called ghost restaurants, right? So like, like Buca de Beppo, right? Like the fucking Italian restaurant is not getting anyone sat like that. You know, they can, they can only have people that are, you know, so far away from each other uh, if they're allowed to have indoor dining at all. And so these famous people went around to all these restaurants, these chains that are all over the country and said, Hey, look, you're not using your full kitchen. Use this portion of your kitchen. We'll supply the ingredients. DoorDash will deliver it. And we all three of us profit. And so hmm. Mr. Beast opened this fucking chain of rest- this chain of fast food restaurants, burger joint, called Mr. Beast Burger, dude. Right? The day he opened, he opened with 300 locations, dude. Like, that's unheard of. Fucking insane. Yeah. Insane, right? So, so uh, In-N-Out right now has 328 locations. Right now. Since 1977. Wow. Okay? This dude opened on opening day with 300 restaurants. They're delivery only, and they're almost as good as In-N-Out Burger, dude. I was shocked like fucking i and they have these things called beast fries which are like animal style fries from from in and out i know you're an east coaster you have no idea what i'm talking about it's all yeah no it's just like, keep speaking, going though like speaking <laughs> spanish to you and shit but they're like they got like they got like uh i don't know ketchup and mustard and and pickles and grilled onions and cheese all over them like in the french fries dude it's ridiculous they're so good you, okay so so here's a point of contention do you put you put the ketchup on the french fries or do you put put it on the side like a civilized human being? i put it on the side and dip my french fries always Okay. Except, yeah, I don't really trust people that do that. Others, hold on. You know? Except when I get the Lord's waffle fries, dude. Okay. Because the Lord's waffle fries from Chick Fil A, right? They they give you <laughs> they give you these uh these ketchup packets that are like I, I don't know how you can rip the the top thing off of them and squirt them, or you can pull the whole thing and dip, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. waffle fries like carry a perfect like amount per square fry. <laughs> <laughs> of ketchup, right? So, like, I yeah. tear off the top thing and squirt it on each fry, and then like eat it individually. It's the only place that I do that. I don't know why. Okay, it's still civilized. I've seen people just they they just squirt it on there, put the hand in, hand with full of ketchup. I'm like, I don't I don't trust this person. Yeah. They, do you put the cereal yeah. in first or the milk in first? That's the most important. This, this is a big deal. What What do you say? Because I'm, I'm I know that I'm it's, it's I'm in the wrong. Cereal and milk, unless you're a fucking absolute psychopath, dude. So c- cereal first and then milk on Always. top. Of course. Right. 
I would. <laughs> so, okay. This is, I, this is my, you know, a lot of my friends were like, Oh, I'll watch break the cycle. You know, you're going to be on, you're going to talk some libertarian stuff. Like you're always talking we're, around we're us. Ta- we're talking about, we're talking about fast food and cereal. Yeah. Yeah. The order of milk and cereal. Here's the thing. You put the milk first and then you put the cereal on top. You don't put all the cereal you're going to eat. You just put like what you're, what you want for that serving. So it stays crunchy. This is really simple, simple stuff. Excuse I don't, me. I don't Excuse understand. Me. Did you just say that you put the milk in first and then the cereal after? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what we do here anymore, dude. That's the this most, is, that's the most New York fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. No, people in New York don't even like that. It's just, this is just what I do. This is top lobster shit. So if you want to do things logically with a method, this is how we're doing it. Oh my god! Put cereal for the. All right, forget, forget about all that. Yeah, we gotta stop. We can't. We this conversation's <laughs> over, dude. We can't talk about this shit yeah. anymore. Jesus. Uh, we got some. We got some cool uh, uh, super chats. TJ Fitzsimmons, thanks, man. Ten dollars super chat. He said, "Competing with Bob Krugman, Crusher Murphy on on uh, Krugman Crusher Murphy on Timcast. Bold move, Mister Smith. BTC is can't miss live material though, so I'll listen to that in the morning. Thanks, dude." Seriously, that means, yeah. a, means a ton to me, man. You know, if you know, I would, I, I wouldn't, I would never talk shit about Tim if you just had me on the show, Tim. You know, like, just <laughs> yeah. have me on your fucking show. That's all I'm saying. I could talk. I'll about talk things. shit about Tim. Yeah, I'll there's... talk shit about him even if he had me on the show. But, I, I, I only respect Lydia. I think Lydia, Lydia's a boss. The rest of them, whatever. <laughs> Chris Carr's ten dollars super chat. Thanks, man. He said he got a standout obey, submit, comply from Top Lobster for sure. Turns head professors are not too happy. Keep it up, you two. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, awesome, awesome. Trey Daniel, the man. What's up, brother? Ten dollars super chat. He said, "Loving the tweets lately." Lobster, stop funding our presses. Hey, if you guys like video game content, and uh, and he does like a cool little, uh, cool little clips, like like video clips of him talking about all kinds of different shit, liberty shit. Go check out Trey Daniel, uh, Trey Fifty Daniel, all one word on YouTube. I think he's pretty cool. Uh, no tax, no tax, good tax. What's up? Two dollars super chat. He said, "Josh, you aren't missing much. The refs suck." I'm, uh, they always, oh, you're talking about the football game? Yeah. They always, they always, they they always suck when it comes to the Cowboys, man. That's just how we, we we we. It's like it's like the the NFL hates the Cowboys more than any other team. I think I think that's how it works. <laughs> did Did you catch any of that UFC? Uh, yes. Uh, I watched. Oh, dude, we got to talk about this, bro. That's so sad, dude. Nick. So yes. So here's yeah. the thing about Diaz, right? Like, he the motherfucker runs triathlons and shit, right? Like he's he's a beast in real life. Like he, he doesn't just fight. I mean, the guy like rides, he's a swimmer. He rides bikes. He runs. I mean, he does these like five K marathons, all the shit. Right. But he was like, I saw video of him. Like, I don't know, maybe three months ago where he was like in the best shape I'd, I'd ever seen him in, especially in the last six years when you take off. Cause I follow him on Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff. And he was just, par- yeah. he was just partying all the time, dude. He's fucking drinking every day and partying you look like a cartoon now it's kind of cool yeah uh, this is terrible and uh <laughs> and uh so when i saw that video of him getting into shape because i knew he was coming back to fight i was like wow dude th- this is gonna be fucking awesome because he's my age right we're the same age we're both 38 oh and, wow yeah and i'm like and i'm like i know he's old but man he's he's always a beast especially his day well then that the robbie lawler fight like gets announced and then it happens like six weeks later, right? And I was like, oh, I didn't really think nothing of it. And then I watched the fight, and I'm going, dude, he looks like shit. You know, like he's still throwing the yeah. volume, but his his punches. He's never been a heavy handed puncher, neither is Nate. But yeah, but, but he's, he definitely packs more power than Nate. But what happened immediately? I I'll tell you what happened. I knew right away they're supposed to fight at 170, 
and that fight happened at 185 and it was almost like last minute where uh yeah it was like a week uh, before the show the show they changed it to 180s the middle yeah so i i think he might have been injured or something because you know you maybe his legs were injured you can't run you can't cut that weight jake shields on twitter posted that uh that uh there's snakes all around him and uh, he was like coerced basically into doing this fight. He wasn't even supposed to fight but Robbie Lawler. He only had six weeks notice is what they kept saying. So he didn't even have a real camp and all this shit. And so I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know what the truth is, but he looked, he did not look good, dude. Like it was, it, it was, was sad. It was fantastic. It was fantastic for how long it lasted. I mean, it was like, like sock and boppers. They would just like stand in front of each other, just throwing. There was the volume there, but yeah, he, he, he didn't look like he wanted. He didn't look like he wanted to be there. My that's, favorite comment came from uh, Michael Bisbing. I watched Michael Bisbing. Michael Bisbing's got a great podcast, by the way. Like he's fucking. Can we get Michael Bisbing on this podcast? We should Believe get Michael. We should get Michael Bisbing on this podcast. I, I know that he's uh he's had um, uh, Luis Gomez on there and some other people. Luis Gomez co-hosts the show with him. Yeah, like so the couple yeah. episodes he was on, but he's not on every episode that I listen to though. He's on every episode. No, well, maybe maybe Lewis missed like Lewis probably missed like one episode, but he, they have like two hundred or something. I, so, I listen to it all the time. Oh well, yeah. I, I didn't know that he was always on the show, so that shows you how much I've listened to it, right? But um, <laughs> so, but but he's he he's, he said uh, what did he say? Uh, he said that that fight could have taken place in a phone booth. Yeah, seriously, they, there was no footwork going on. It was just they just like they were, bang. Yeah, they were five <laughs> inches away from each other, uppercutting each other repeatedly. I mean, that's literally what yeah. happened. At one point, uh, Robbie Lawler had Nick's glove or hand and was holding his <laughs> yeah. wrist with one hand and socking him in the face with the other <laughs> hand. And I was just like, this is insane. But neither of them looked. I mean, it didn't look like the Robbie Lawler we we knew when he was the champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't look good either. It's not like it's not like both of them. Look, it's not like Robbie beat the shit out of him and looked great. They both looked bad, in my opinion. They both looked over the hill. Robbie looked in great shape, but yeah, after Robbie fought Rory McDonald, that that crazy fight where he had his lip he was torn never the in same half, again. never the same again. How how can you be? That, yeah, that was a a but fight like that takes it out of you forever, bro. Yeah, I'm I mean, glad I've never been in Rory, one like that. Rory McDonald was never the same either. I mean, he's doing yeah. he's doing really good. Rory McDonald was like 19 in that fight, by the way. Yeah. And, wow. And, really? Yeah. He's in. I, wow. He's in his like mid twenties right now, dude. <laughs> like, like, and and he's fighting. He's fighting in in Bellator, and he's doing good. I think. I think he's got a. I think he's got a winning record there. But he was slated to be the next GSP, dude. In, yeah. in the UFC, and he was beating fucking everybody, and and doing. And he was this young kid. He was like eight. I think he took his first fight at seventeen. His first fight in the UFC was eighteen or nineteen, dude. Yeah. You know what? It, it makes a lot of sense when you think about that. Why? Uh, why Nick just stood down. He got dropped that last time, stood down because it's like, he's like, I can get up and this could be one of those fights yeah, where it just another. fucks up the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, level zero. Thanks for the $2 super chase. And Robbie Lawler is our Iowa boy though. Bettendorf. See, that's the thing. Here's the thing about the, the DSS. I'm not from Iowa. I am from the Bay area. I'm literally from 15 minutes away from Stockton. And I have, I have literally gone to the Gracie Academy and rolled with these guys with, with Nick and Nate and Jake Shields and Eric Lawson and all these guys. Like I'd known them forever. I used to hang out with them and party in, in Walnut Creek. And, uh, you know, that's not my first like foray in MMA, but the first time I ever walked into a gym and trained was actually, I didn't know at the time who it was, but it was Dean Lister and Brandon Vera, uh, were the Muay Thai and the, and the jujitsu instructors. I had no fucking clue who these guys were at the time. I was just getting into MMA. So I, Brandon, Brandon's a beast, dude. I mean, that guy, he's they, still a bad motherfucker, man. Dude. He's out. I, 
I don't think he's a champion anymore. I think he lost, but he's he's out there in Bellator doing his thing. Or or is he in Pride now? I, I, I mean, I, don't know. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen him fight in so long, dude. He's old too, bro. He's in his forties now. Um, yeah. And Dean Lister is still like one of the greatest grapplers in the world. I mean, still yeah. to this day, he's still competing and beating all kinds of people. Um, so that was my first foray in MMA. I wanted to wrestle. I was living in San Diego. Uh, I couldn't find a place to wrestle at. The, the Navy wasn't going to let me wrestle for them. So I went down to this place called City Boxing because I heard of jujitsu, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I went and tried this out. And uh, the gi really pissed me off for a long time. It took me a long time to get used to a gi, dude. Like, I fucking, I still don't like gi. Like, I still hate gi. Um, I never rolled in gi. And then, uh, and then I, I didn't do it for a long time. And then I do it in the Bay area sometimes. And I was never really serious about it. And then I moved up to Oregon and that's where I finally was like getting serious about it. Cause I was at city boxing, um, in Tualatin there, uh, training with Chelsea and, and, uh, God fucking who else? There were so many people there. Scott McQuarrie was the, uh, was the, the, the owner and, and head instructor. And then we, Clayton hires boxing coach. And I mean, it was like, serious savagery in that place. It was one of my favorite places I ever been. And, uh, they really, <clears throat> they got me up on the fight game pretty heavy. And then, uh, I was training for a fight at the Roseland, a rumble at Roseland, like an amateur fight. And I blew my foot out really bad, uh, to the point of where I couldn't walk for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just never really got back into it the way I wanted to, man. You know what I mean? And I was already getting old. I was already like, I was already like almost 30, you know, I was like fucking, I don't know, man, it was weird. Shit happens and it doesn't always go the way you want. Now you're just kicking a libertarian's ass. Well, I ended up playing semi-pro football after that, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah, I played semi-pro football when I was like 33 years old. Like in my early 30s, I played. So I just just played my last season like five years ago. Yeah. You know, I I was playing baseball up until I had my daughter, and uh, I took a year off. My uncle looked at me. He said, "Eh, you never play again. And I was like, I I think I'll go back. But now that I'm thinking, it's been a couple of years, I'm like, He's probably right. <laughs> oh, but it's you, hard. I'm sorry. You say baseball? Yeah, baseball. But yeah, yeah, because you're Puerto Rican, and so that's like I'm sure you yeah, could still but, do it if you wanted to. I mean, it's it's in your like DNA, bro. I'm getting old, dude. My shoulders. I'm I'm telling you, I, I threw something the other day, and I was like, oh my god. Like, How old are you? Thirty three. Just turned thirty three. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're getting yeah. up there, buddy. It's it's you're getting to the point where like now I get out of bed in the morning and like I stand up and my whole body cracks from like my ankles to my neck. It's like, <laughs> all the way yeah. up and i'm like oh, i get up no. and i sit down yeah. i sit down and i say do i want to get up yeah. <laughs> i might like, hurt myself yeah I'm, I'm getting old man it hurts and, and just random shit hurts me now and, I, and like i you know i i try to tell people i got enough for for about at least a minute and a half of a round left in me you know what i mean so like <laughs> somebody fucks with me out out in town or something like that it's gonna be a bad night for them but it's only gonna it's only gonna last me like a minute and a half dude you know you hear that hudak that's the best minute and a half of your life <laughs> oh that dude hudak hudak he knows better bro he's he's real strong but that's all he's got muscles don't muscles it. don't mean shit dude we shouldn't even talk about this i'm, I'm sorry that's yeah you bring up, a, you're, bringing up ghosts. you're bringing up the past dude <laughs> that was an amazing episode <laughs> so dude you're, you're leaving new york bro yeah yeah that's the business i was taking care of uh we went down we saw the property that we that we're looking at and we saw a couple and it turns out that this was, this one was really nice. Uh, we came back, thought about it, put an offer on, went back and forth with the people. They accepted. I, I haven't even told you. So yeah, they accepted our offer on the property and uh, we're going to sign the contract tonight. Nice. Nice. That's nice. a wrap. Hopefully we'll be closing on this place in a couple of days. And then you sent me I'm a picture. You sent me a picture of the, uh, of the property dude. And it's, it's fucking nice, dude. Yeah. I got to learn how to farm. You know, and you got a lot of, you got a lot of acreage, dude. (laughs) You can't let that shit get overgrown and become a mess. And then, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta take care of it. And 
I don't know what you yeah. can plant in Florida. Dude. Lots of tomatoes, probably. Oh, they do oranges. I mean, you could really plant yeah. anything. Yeah, they do oranges yeah. too. Yeah, it's like nice and humid and hot. So I can't, I can't remember what part. What part are you going to? It's uh, northern, north of Orlando. So uh, I guess you'd call it like almost like Fruitland Park. Oh, so you're like you're on your Bay. way to the Panhandle, but not really the Panhandle. Yeah, that's still the Panhandle's still like seven hours away. Florida's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah cra- I'm, I'm right in the middle. I got a crazy ass story about that, dude. I, I, uh, I. So when I first when I first ran my first campaign for chairman of, of the national committee, uh, I was going to the Florida State Convention, and I got like a donor wanted me to fly there and like gave me the money that day and said, get your ticket. And I had to leave that night. So they're hell of expensive when you do that. Right. Like yeah. insanely expensive. And I'm flying out of Portland, Oregon, which is already really an expensive airport to leave from. Um, one of the best airports in the country though. No doubt about it. Um, so I was looking for flights and it was in Fort Walton beach, dude, which is like way in the panhandle, like, 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 like West of uh, Pensacola. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you're yeah, in there. Like way in the panhandle. And so, um, so the the cheapest way I could do it was to get a ticket to fly into Orlando, which is like ten hours away from Fort Walton Beach, dude. Right. So I I flew into Fort. I flew Jesus. into Orlando. My buddy Greg Peel and uh, his wife Mari, his wife now Mari, picked me up, and we drove ten. So I flew a red eye flight overnight from the west coast to to the to Orlando. Got out at like 10 a.m., hopped in the car and drove 10 hours or something. And then I walked into the hotel that the convention was at and sat down on a panel with Stephen Nicola uh, and some some other crypto guy hosted by Adam Kokesh. Sweet. And talked about crypto. And I was fucking fried, dude. They're like, I basically just was like providing comedy relief and, and laughing at people. Like I didn't know what <laughs> I was like. I knew about crypto. I know a lot about crypto, but I was just. Like, uh, I'm so tired. I don't even know what Adam Kokesh is like asking me at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like, I was just like making jokes and shit. I don't know. It was fun though. But, uh, yeah, that, that's how I felt this last trip, uh, this last trip down. They had us like a nine hour layover the first time going. That's so crazy, it's like, dude. yeah, with a fucking baby. I'm like, come on guys. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> how old, how old are your kids? Your kids are pretty young. Uh, he's a uh, one and a half and three. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was hell, man. It was, but hey, it was the, the good part of it was I got out of New York, which is what's happening here now. Let's now we're getting into the podcast section of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This is just us catching up, guys. I hope you're ready for an yeah. hour of catch up. But yeah, sorry guys, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I was actually in Coney Island today, and I I passed by uh, some of the nursing homes there, like two of them on the on the avenue that I drive by, and. Uh, there's people out there with signs and some of the signs are pretty based. Like they were like, our governor put sick people in these nursing homes and now they want us vaccinated because, uh, by tomorrow, yeah, by Tuesday, everybody has to be vaccinated or the healthcare workers. And I believe the, you know, the teachers union as well, all the teachers, oh, yeah. if they're not, they're done. So, uh, our new governor, I don't even know her name, some lady, some white woman that must be stopped. She's already signed an executive Go order. <laughs> Get co-opted hopefully she signed an executive order and she's bringing in uh, a bunch of national guardsmen to be nurses which Jesus. is quite interesting yeah. yeah well when you fire all the nurses you know <laughs> what do you have what, left what do you expect i know she's they're gonna run they're gonna run your iv with a gun on their waist or like what, what i, I, I want to know what the what do you think though i mean at this point what do you think the the penalty is going to be for a fake vaccine passport hmm 
I think they already have like some federal, it, it's a federal crime to do it, but I think it's only a federal crime if you put the CDC stamp on it. I don't know. I'd like to see, know. I'd like to see what, what that crime looks like. Like, I'd like to see what, what they're calling that. And, and if millions of people did it, I mean, what are they going to do? You know what? If millions of people do, if millions of people are going to fake the card, why don't, why not just not do it at all? Yeah. But I yeah, know, just, I'm just saying, I wonder what it would be like. Not saying to do it, guys. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, wonder what it would be like. Okay, YouTube, get off my ass. They're already, yeah. they're already not going to monetize it. You know how they roll. Well, there's not. Yeah, I don't. I, but I don't think there's any way around it, especially with the healthcare workers, because if your health insurance is tied directly into your job, they know exactly what you did. You know, so th- there's no way to right. like, go around this. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts that's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over right. yeah it's i don't, it's I don't know up. can your health ins- i mean does your health insurance can they get like medical records is that that's something they can do dude your your local store can get your medical record right now well, right I mean, now I, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know how deep the scope is, but I would I would assume that like with healthcare workers that they are going to really vet them, vet that process. So this I don't know. Crazy I'm t- to me, dude. This whole thing is fucking insane to me. And then I don't know yeah. if you saw Canada on the on the government website there. They're talking about China's social credit scoring system and how it works for corporate Amer- corporate uh, China. Just random. Yeah. There's like a random page about it on the can- on Canada's uh, uh, government website, and it's like, why would you? Why would you even talk about that on your website? Like, what the, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, you can't convince me that that guy's not Castro's son. Oh, dude, it's one hundred percent. And 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 he's like, he's the guy that Yuri Bezmenov warned us about, like legitimately. Yeah. Like that's that's the one. He's like, listen, they're already here. They're already taking over. He was talking about Justin Trudeau. Like that's, you know, he knew. I feel like he knew that. You know, and that's that's Canada. Obviously, I'm not Canadian. I'd I'd be a lot whiter if I was Canadian, but I'm not. Uh, but I still, you know, I, I worry about the uh, the snow Mexicans, and I, and I worry that they're gonna, you know, descend into Australia territory and be absolutely fucked up to the point of where they're getting beat up in the streets for, you know, not wearing a mask. Like that's insane. Well, yeah, they kind of were. They were getting pulled o- pulled over on the highways for opening their churches. I yeah, I remember that? I don't know. I don't know when this stops or or how how quickly it'll proceed because right now it's kind of abstract. Like even to you guys that are watching the stuff that's happening in New York, like I, I had told you before, I wanted to talk about the discussion with Clint and ACE and that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, I definitely wanted to bring that up too. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, that I think that they're missing and they'll probably say, well, no, you're just being this or that Danny. But I think it's, you know, Clint, Clint's coming from the coast. I'm on the coast. I'm seeing it like full bore. Every store, I see the signs, I see what's going on. My friends are, you know, not allowed here or there, or they'll even brag about, well, I got in, but they didn't really check. It's like, that's not a win. Yeah. You know, but we're actually living through this right now and I'm seeing it. Whereas 
I, I assume Ace is in the middle of the country. I know that uh, Drew is also in the middle of the country. They're not seeing this yet. So it's to me, it's almost the same way I'm looking at Australia or even Canada. What's going on there? Like, it, you know, I, uh, our our friend uh, Liberty Down Under, he's in the Discord every, every morning, man. I'm like, I, I stopped checking the Discord in the morning because it's just so goddamn depressing. Yeah. It's, it's always something new. He's like, oh, they cut off our internet today, mate. Yeah. Oh, they beat up my mom, mate. And I'm like, I, I just can't do it anymore. I'm like losing my hair. But it's <laughs> it's just, it still feels so abstract, like it's over there, right. you know? Until it's not, until it's right here. Well, it's here and too. It, That's the thing. Like it is here. Like it, we we are having these same issues here. It's just state by state basis right now. For now, yeah. for now. But but yeah. but then this federal decree that you know if you have a business of over a hundred people that you must mandate the vaccines. It's no longer about the private businesses, bro. You know what, what I mean? was this news? This the new news cycle thing here saying that. Uh, that his mandate may be legal experts say did you did you look into that it, it, no i haven't it's going to go through the supreme court and i'm not i'm not optimistic that the supreme court's going to find it uh to be illegal you know what i mean like i'm just not optimistic about it. and 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 here's the thing this is going to sting republicans you guys own the fucking court you own yeah. the judicial branch because you've let it get fucking hyper hyper partisan and the republicans own the court and they're yeah. gonna find it legal, Republicans. That's what's gonna happen. Yep. Those are your people. They're not my people. Kavanaugh and uh, Amy, Amy, Amy yeah. Coney Barrett, Amy, Amy whatever. Coney, yeah, Coney Barrett. All that show, that fucking show and pony stuff that they did for a full year about uh, I don't know, like he touched me, this and that. It was, it was just, it's literally just pro wrestling oh, and then for it just you guys. Went away. And then it just went away. Yeah, it's no problem. As a matter of fact, it's it's so bad that like when Trump was like, hey, I'd like a recount. Or at least some kind of investigation. They're like, nah. Yeah. Those are your people, Republicans. Yeah, those, those are the people those are, that. Those are my people, man. I can't do it. I can't be a part of that shit. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, Michael Ravel. Uh, what's up, brother? Uh, big longtime supporter of the show. He said you can grow anything in that part of Florida. Uh, no, no tax. Any, good anything? tax. <laughs> wow. You're not going to be able to grow the stuff that we can in California. I promise you that. Anyways, uh, no tax. Good tax. He says it's easier to force vaccines when the military is trained to do it. That makes and that does make a lot of sense. Mm. Uh, I just want to somebody somebody in the chat mentioned. Yes, uh, where are you at? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I want to find this. I just so it no, caught my eye. No tax, good tax. You think? Do you think that? Uh, you think that like putting the national guard inside of our civilian hospitals is kind of prep for? Yes. For what you're talking? Uh-huh. Yeah, Chris Scars, man. Uh, Shout out to you for mentioning mentioning Shai Halud, dude. They're one of my favorites of all time. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, coincidentally, if you don't know who Shai Halud is and you like hardcore music, um, uh, Hearts Hearts Once Nourished with Hope and Compassion is like one of my favorite bands, uh, one of my favorite albums ever written, ever of all time. And uh, the lead singer of the band at that time, because they've been through countless lead singers, was actually the guitarist from Newfound Glory, Chad, uh, who uh, ended up marrying the lead singer of uh, uh, Paramore. I think they're divorced now, but, uh, uh, and I know him, I've met him a bunch of times and hung out with him and stuff. Uh, and, uh, but he was like 16 when they put out that album or 15 or 16. He was, then they called him like the iron lung. I don't know. You're not a hardcore guy, right? No, but this is how gay I am. I was going to say, yeah, the lead singer of Paramore. I I used to, that band was so tight. Like their early album, I was like, man, I thought they were good, but never mind. Forget it. Well, dude, (laughs) so, so they do this thing every year in Florida. Listen, I, I know you're not like a big punk rock music guy, right? But they do this thing in Florida every year called Fest. 
and it's like literally the best like punk rock festival ever but it's like it's like independent punk bands from all over the country come there to play in like gainesville florida area just nice. just go to it dude it's it's worth it even if you're not a big fan of the music dude it's so much fun so much fun yeah yeah enough sure uh let's, let's see out. outlaw barber what's up man ten dollar super chat he said uh what do you guys think about the national red flag law bill top lobster bordiquas eat monfongo or mango for breakfast not cereal i know this because i am married to a hot dominican woman stay blessed you know what props to outlaw barber for getting uh josh to say mofongo and mango i say right they do right the n the n is silent it's like mofongo that was the most boomer thing i've ever done in my life dude ever ever somebody clip that clip that shit (laughs) fucking uh uh so the red flag yeah i didn't even think about law. that every fucking republican except how many how many voted for it i think one didn't i know one i willie definitely voted for it yeah i know i think one of them opposed it i think the rest of them just kind of did it i don't know the details of it it was it, it might have been crammed in with another pork bill or maybe they they just don't give a fuck anymore yeah the republicans are not uh pro second amendment anymore i know that for a fact i mean there are some you know obviously there's more Republicans that are pro Second Amendment than there are Democrats, but they're few, far between at this point. I mean, you got Massey and like a, yeah. just a very select few others. I think even uh, 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 what's his fucking weird horror story looking dude from Florida? Um, I always forget his name with the fucking bouffant hair. Uh, oh, yeah, I know Matt Gates. He voted in favor yeah. of it too. Yeah, I don't know what what, what bitch. Though Bishop's deal with Matt, Matt Gates is. He thinks he's great. I just, I don't know. But even that lady Lauren Boebert, she's like open carry. But where is uh, where is the yeah? The I think Bo- Boebert voted Boebert voted against the red flag stuff, I believe, and she voted against funding the Iron Dome for Israel. She's kind of base, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It's cool to vote against the stuff, and you know I'm not gonna knock them for that. But where is the action against? I, I kinda, where is I the? I kind of like her her crazy little ass, man. She's all right. She's because she's hot. Stop simping. Josh. No, she's not hot. Yeah. She is not hot at all, dude. You don't think so? No, I think she, no. she's I got think the, she, she, no, nah, she, she, she's like sized like a 12 year old boy. It's not my thing, dude. Okay. Her versus AOC. I like my, I like my, my thick women. <laughs> Baby, I love you. I swear to God, if you're listening, <laughs> I know she's watching No, but, but, uh, oh dude, I'm not, I can't get into this. I'm going to get, I'm going to get divorced and I'm not even married yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, Gates uh Gates did did vote in favor of red flag laws. So any uh notion, even any preconceived notion that you had that Matt Gates was pro liberty or pro uh f- you know, second amendment, throw that shit right out the window, man. He's not. He's not the one. So yeah. uh Marjorie Tr- Taylor Green is pretty pretty fucking based recently too, dude. I'm not going to lie. I I I hate that I hate her. Or I hate that I I'm starting to like her, but she's she's pretty savage, dude. Yeah, I have the same relationship with her that I have with Trump. It's just one of those like you stay over there, but but I really I like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I appreciate you uh, rallying against funding Israel, and uh, I I appreciate you uh, rallying against abortions and having these like they're literally on the steps of the Capitol yelling at each other, and she's like, "You think it's okay to kill babies?" I was like, "Oh shit, this lady's savage." So, yeah, um, she- but uh, let's see. Michael Ravel, five dollars super chat. He, uh, I'm not gonna. I can't say that, dude. I can't. I can't say that, bro. Why are you breaking my heart here, Michael? What did he say? He's oh. trying to get here. I'll I'll say it this way. He's trying to get me to say go Eagles, but I'm not yeah. gonna fucking say go Eagles. Uh, he just in said a positive it. way. Uh, he said, "Glad you're feeling better, Josh. Top Lobster. Congrats on the house. Go." Mm-hmm. 
He's trying to get me to say go birds. Uh, the red flag <laughs> law applies to military members only for now. Right. I know that. That's right. I knew that. I knew that already. For now. Mm. But, you know, if they can do it to the, mem- if they can do it to the, member t- the members of the military, they'll do it to all of us. It's going to happen. They're going to they're yeah. keep pushing this shit. They'll push as far as you'll let them. The government only exists to grow its power over your life. If you can name any other reason that it exists, let me know. Because all the shit they do, we can do without them. All of it. Every single bit of it. And they take more of your rights. They take more of your money. Uh, they infringe on your privacy. Uh, now they're infringing in your medical decisions. I mean, this is, it's, it's insane to me that there's anybody out there that thinks the government is there to help them. It is, it is just an asinine notion to me to think that the government is there to save me or my family. They don't give a fuck about you. The only reason they know their, your name is because you're a libertarian and the NSA is spying on your phone calls. They don't give a shit about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care about your job. They don't care about the money in your, in your pocket. They don't care about your, 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 your you know, distant family members or, or what kind of car you drive. They don't give a shit about any of that stuff. What they care about is growing their influence over culture uh, so that they can the power grab at every single turn and take more rights away from you so that nobody ever challenges their authority again. That's it. That's what government exists for. There's nothing else for it to do. Nothing. And then you know, people say, well, national security. Okay. When's the last time we protected our country? When? It's yeah. always I mean, some other country. We're always involved in some other uh, uh, civil war in some other country. Always. Always. It has well, nothing to do with us. You could even, I mean, people will say 9-11 or even Pearl Harbor, but if you're more conspiratorial minded like I am and the people you'll have on this week, you know, you'll you'll maybe doubt the motivations of, pe- of, of the people who did that. And it, when you look at the responses to these things, it's everything lines up for America to almost do that to itself or at least let it happen. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just crazy. Dude, they, they, they want this carnage. They want these, these events, dude. Like even if all these events are real, okay. And we're not planned. They want this shit because every time a bomb drops, every time a pandemic happens, mm-hmm. every time there's a mass shooting, every time anything like this happens, any major national event that gets people in an uproar, the government quietly takes more power from you, well, from your own life. I know I know you're going to be pissed at this, but uh, my, my buddy, uh, Popular Liberty, this guy, Andrew, he's the guy that talks about archotropism, and that's his theory oh, sure, on... Yeah. I don't know if you've if you've heard him talk about a it a little but, bit. I heard it on uh, Buck on Buck's show a little bit, right? Yeah, he 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 really detailed it on on Pete's show. But what you're talking about is exactly the laws that he lay that he lays out. So the more the government can create a conflict, the more that that they can cre- that they can generate power and the will of the people to crush it, and so on and so forth. Even even with taxes, you avoid if if you avoid paying taxes, if we do civil disobedience, they'll use it as a as a means to batter us right. and they'll probably have the popular support to do it. Right. So well, it's he a, looks at it. It's the same with, with anything they do. I mean, always, 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 always dude, not just taxes. I mean, every single thing that's, this is what it's, it's very true. I mean, any, any logical thinker can, can think about what the government has done in its history in its 200 and something year history in this country and can see that from the, from beginning to end, they've taken 
everything they possibly can at every turn they can over any event that happens in this country, you know, and, and history just keeps repeating itself over and over and over and over and over again. And every new generation is so fucking ignorant to it. You know, yeah. they, they've gotten so blatant that they don't even wait for a new generation at this no, point. They've no. done it. Yeah. They've done literally the same thing to us in the last year and a half. They just uh, fit what 15 days to slow the spread. And then it turns into where a mass 500 and some odd days. Now we're at. Yeah. But they, they'll, they'll keep pushing the boundaries until somebody, well, until everybody says no. But honestly, at this point, I just don't see how we even say no. It, like we've already, we've already gone too far and, and compromised too much. I, I don't know. I don't know where the, uh, where the turnaround is here. Right. Yeah. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know either, man. It's a, it's a, it's such an absolute fucking horror show these days, dude. Like it's an uphill battle. I mean, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And you know, I, I, I still work with the libertarian party, although I've been off the LNC list. I can't even deal with this, these fucking loser nerds anymore. Uh, you know what I mean? I, if I, every time I check the LNC list, I want to pull my hair out. I'm like, what's wrong with you fucking people? You know? Um, but it's it's so hard not to be blackpilled every day, dude. Every day, you know what I mean? Like, like it's so hard for me to not say fuck it. It's it, it, listen, I fucking hate the the midget fucker Cipriana or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, I thought you were talking about Todd Hagopian. No, 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 no. He's, he's short too. He's short. No, but no, no. I'm talking about the guy that used to fuck midgets for money. Uh, yeah, Cip, yeah. Cipriana or whatever the hell is what is it? Vin Vin Vin, yeah. Vin Armani, Vin Diesel, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost am starting to sympathize with this guy, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to fucking, I want to like take my family down to Belize and open a surf shack, dude. You know what I mean? Listen, he's, I think he's right. I think he's right in what he's saying. Ultimately, I just think he's a dick about it. Yeah, he's a, but a lot. Dick. I hate that guy. See, I like, I like <laughs> King Pilled or Christ Pilled a lot better than him, even though he said yes. some things I'm not happy about either. But I, I think, you know what though, Matt, Matt Erickson, I, uh, I don't know him personally, but when I do hear him, I, I, I get good vibes from from him. I I feel like he's a I don't feel like he's he's like manipulating and I think he's really trying to do his best to figure it out, you know? Yeah. He, yeah he's, he's fairly new to this too. Yeah, but he's he's all he hopped on that Dave Smith is a is a is a predator thing and that that if I ever have him on the show we're going to talk about it, but other yeah. than that I've always liked what he's had to say. Jason yeah. Stapleton can kick rocks. I don't like that guy at all. He's a giant <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. You just so we were talking about you were just talking about the government. You said that they'll do anything to uh, to expand their wealth, anything to expand their influence, anything to expand their power. And Jason Stapleton's whole thing is wealth, power, and influence. So he's actually it's it's a weird message, right? Because it's it's almost con- well, it doesn't conflict. I think you should do both. You should have your libertarian I- ideals, but. I don't know, man. Maybe he he does have a little bit of a point too. Like, yeah, but he's a giant dickhead too. And I, I just, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like if you want to be a good messenger, just don't be a dick. like I'm a dickhead to to like to assholes, right? Like that's that's I'm not gonna be nice to those people. You know what I mean? Like the fakertarians and shit. I'm not gonna be nice to those guys. They don't care about my messaging. You know what I mean? They just want some. They just want a fucking uh, a bad guy to fight. So I'll be their little heel. I don't care. Whatever. Like it's like it's, they're like. You know, it's like swatting at gnats, right? Like, oh, oh shit, oh no, they they said something on Twitter about me. Oh no, but like, like I truly want to get my message across to people that are willing to listen, and even some that aren't willing to listen that might start listening here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But you can't do that by saying, you're fucking idiots. The way you're going about things fucking stupid. You guys are a bunch of stupid people. And it's like, dude, nobody, you, you never in the history of arguments have you ever walked up to somebody and said, you're a fucking idiot. Now listen to what I have to say to you. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, let, go ahead and tell me. Like never in the history of arguments has that ever worked ever. Yeah. You know, and so this guy, there's a reason why this guy had like one of the most like uh, well-known libertarian podcasts, and now he can't get over fucking eighteen thousand followers on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason for that, dude. Yeah, you know, I see. I, I, it, it's such a weird thing with these guys because you're right. They, they are, they can be really influential. And I think the message that they're that they're pushing is is ultimately good, but their approach is it it turns a lot of people off. Yeah. And I don't know, are they doing it on purpose? Like a guy like, like Vin Armani, are you, are you pushing people? Are you trying to sift the wheat from the shaft? Like I get that, but I don't think that, that that's an Are you a fed? <laughs> Cause I, I know, know another guy who does that kind of shit too. His name's Nicholas Sarwark and he's a giant fed. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. But Nicholas Sarwark adds zero. He adds zero value to the conversation besides being a fed. Just, yeah. he's just true. a retard. True. Yeah. There, there true. are some kernels of truth in what the other guys are saying. And it's almost like a, it's like a gateway. So you'll, you'll come in through like Josh Smith and, and Dave Smith and, and then you'll learn about this Liberty stuff. And these guys are kind of floating there in the after, like, like after you're in and you could kind of see what they're saying. So I see what they're saying and I pick and choose. And I think that they do add value, but yeah, I wish that they weren't so abrasive with yeah. what, what they were doing because more people, more people in the in the Mises Caucus. I love I love the people in the Mises Caucus, but we have to do. We, I think we do have to focus on on our business, on growing, on becoming individually wealthy, whatever that means to you, so that you're not relying on taking somebody's shot or who knows what else, whatever else, other demands that they, that they want you to do. Well, and that's I, the thing. I don't disagree. Like become independently wealthy, buy yourself some property, make babies, get married. This is all counterculture. Now it's literally <laughs> all fucking counterculture. Now, like this is, this is the shit that the government and the left wants to take away from you. This is, this is it. This is the, the basic shit. They don't want you to, they don't want a fucking nuclear family anymore. They think mm. it's, they think it's horrible. And, and it's, and, and, and truth be told, it's one of the biggest, literally the biggest threats to the state is, is an independently wealthy family that doesn't need them because if you yeah. don't need the government, you don't use the government. Right. And then you start thinking about how, Hey, I don't need the government. Neither does my neighbor. And and they don't want that. That's so that's it's been an attack on the family for years, generations. This is counterculture. Now this is literally yeah. the counterculture. Now, you know, so what here's, I mean? here's what I've been doing to, to try to undermine, well, I guess undermine the state, uh, but you know, we have to we have to pay taxes or whatever we have to do to keep the boot off of our neck or the gun out of my mouth. So that that land that I've been looking at, I mean, painstakingly, we've been looking at at land for probably two years now or or an area that would be suitable. I'm going down there and and it has already a house on there that I could uh, that I'm going to move my parents into. So they're coming with me and they'll have their own five acres. But to each side of me is a vacant. Uh, I think there's like 10 acres to one side that are vacant and five that are vacant that will be for sale. And my, my ultimate goal is to convince my family or my friends. I'm trying to get Patrick. If he's watching, get the fuck out of New York. There's nothing left for you here, man. But the, the people that I love, I'm trying to get them, get out of there, come to a place that I'm not saying Florida is the greatest go, but go somewhere where you can, where you can do something 
and and actually build a future for your family. I was a lot cheaper. I just want you guys to know, but you got to deal with the winter. Cold as shit, dude. Winter's rough. Listen, you can go to Iowa. You can go to Texas. You can go to what is like South Dakota. There's West Virginia. Texas is getting very expensive these days. Yeah, certain parts, but but the point is, you can you can you can really make something for yourself and for your family. And and like like you said, you want to undermine the state. Strong family values. Yep. Dave, Dave Smith had a part in his uh, at the very end of his his uh, stand up routine that I saw at Porkfest, and well, I'm not gonna yeah you know, I don't I don't know like Look, word dude, for word, but it's it's I, I listen I know I know what you're talking about, but it, it essentially this is it: get married, have babies, get a career, buy some land, move out of the fucking city. This is all counterculture shit now. This is all mm-hmm. the counterculture. We are the real punk rocks now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's it. It's it's also interesting to like like when you think about uh, like that the, that the left has they say that the left controls the culture, but I like the more the more you do think about it, I don't consider what they're doing to be culture. Like I don't consider I don't know killing your offspring or or just like running around on uh, you know like these uh what do they call this polygamous like like polygamist uh, relationships. Even though you know whatever people do that shit. I don't consider that culture culture. What, what I grew up in the strong culture is like very family oriented and that's revolved around, you know, I don't know values. Um, there's like the type of food that we have. Cause then it's also very race, like, you know, race related, but the culture is, it starts with the family. Yeah. So all this progressive shit that's going on here, it's, I don't even, I think we should stop even calling it culture. Yeah. Like the TV shows that are just perverting everything that we see. I don't, I don't, even think that that's culture i think what we're doing is culture so maybe we should take that word back from these these retards yeah well i think we're working on it man and i think that's why i harp on the, the culture war a lot i think it's why dave smith harps on the culture war a lot i think it's why people like maj Teray talks about the culture war a lot and uh it's important dude but you know some of that stuff is you know it's if it's not culture, it's useful to the culture war. You know the 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 comedies and the music and the the media and the TV shows. I mean, it is useful to changing yeah. a culture. You know what I mean? So um, it's but it's you, pretty wild. Change, changing it to what? To you know what these people want? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it's they want they want this fucking crazy like uh i don't even fucking i don't even know i don't even know what you would call it dude what kind of culture i guess there's a lot of words i probably can't say on youtube but <laughs> uh i don't know man like you know I, and i also know that, you know i don't know what my culture is really either you know i it's strong family values now you know I, but i had different culture prior to that i don't know i don't know but i do know yeah. that I do know that we, what we can call it is the narrative and the left does own the fucking narrative in this country. That's for sure. Uh, and we need to take it back from them. And I think we can do that by, you know, uh, by land moving out of the cities, letting them fucking burn it to the ground, dude. You know, as, as much as I hate to say it, you know, California is just about fucking lost and I'm from there born and raised. I love that state, dude. Like I, I, I love California, dude. They got the mountains, they got the ocean, they got the redwood forest, the only redwood forest in the country. They got, you know, they got big cities. They got, uh, you know, you can go snowboarding in, in Tahoe and within four hours be at the beach, dude. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing state, dude. It's like one of the most beautiful. It's probably the most beautiful state in the country, in my opinion, next to maybe like Montana and a couple of those states with those big, beautiful national parks, but they have everything. They have everything there, but the the people have just fucking destroyed it 
I mean, destroyed it. San Francisco used to be one of the most beautiful big cities I've ever seen in my life when I was growing up. Now there's shit all over the streets. Heroin needles on every fucking corner, dude. Like, it's shit. And it was all progressive policies that created that. In fact, the one who ruined it, really drove it into the ground, is now the fucking governor of the entire state. The entire state. He was the mayor of San Francisco. He's the one that let the city get that way. And now he's the, the the governor of the entire state. And that's not to mention we we elected fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger as our governor, dude. Like we were, we're the people there are literally that stupid. They have this beautiful, vast resource state that has everything you could possibly want. And they just give it away to these bozos that are are, you know, related to Pelosi that only care about their own money and and taking everything they can from from the citizens it's crazy dude it sucks it's a beautiful state it's a wonderful state dude i like i I trash talk california but i'm not trash talking california i'm trash talking californians and i'm a californian dude so that's saying a lot it's it's it must be more heartbreaking for californians because new york i don't really find any redeeming qualities for this place i got into it with someone on twitter but Hey, let let it burn. Let it burn, man. This is what this is what you want. This is what the people want. This is like Sodom and Gomorrah. When you're when you're leaving here, don't don't look back. Let this shit burn. And I don't know. I've already told my family. Yeah, get out of here. And uh, if they listen, they listen. Well, that's like your uh, that's like that 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 boog meme on on Twitter where it's like the the girl with the with the uh, night vision goggles on in the forest and she's like got her hand back and she's looking at whoever's holding her hand and she's like, don't look back friend. There's nothing there for you. Like that's there is nothing. It's true, dude. New York, California, the, the, the coasts are mostly dead, dude. There's a couple, couple good strongholds on the East coast, but yeah, but the West is the West is burning, dude. I mean, it's, you know, Oregon, Washington, and that's a, Oregon and Washington are gorgeous too. I mean, just, I lived in both of those States too. I mean, just, beautiful forest and and the 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 columbia river gorge is probably one of the most beautiful places on the west coast and it's just they're building a concentration camp in washington right legit like a legit concentration camp they pay well too quarantine (laughs) camp yeah they get their they're hiring federal employees and or uh state employees for that job and it blows my mind dude i just left washington uh in 2000 was it 2019 no 2018 I just left there, dude, and I loved it. It was beautiful, and uh, I saw it burning. We all saw it burning, and there was nothing, nothing we could do. So I left and went back to California, of all places, and I was there for uh, two years, and then that was it. I was gone. I, I came to the middle of the country where it's freezing balls ass cold, but it's cheap, and uh, people aren't voting themselves into more oppression. So, well, <sighs> before. What happened with the school teacher in in Iowa? I heard that they they implemented the mask mandate or something. Yeah, they some, were celebrating some, that. some chick from the school board here uh, sued the state, um, and the Supreme Court overruled the mask mandate outlaw. Mm-hmm. So they put all our kids back in masks, and now there's a bunch of parents that are going to take the, the the school boards to to court. Basically, that's what's going to happen. Um, and I'm going to be a part of those. Like I'll do I'll do whatever I can to 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 fuck the school board up. It's funny because they, they sent out that email, right? I think I just talked about this on the show. They sent out that email saying, hey, your kids are going to be back in masks come Monday. And I immediately went to the fucking uh, the Secretary of State's website because I was like, I'm running for school board. Like, I'm, I'm going to sign the paperwork and fill it out today. I'm running for school board. They put out that email the day after the deadline for filing to, for school board in the state, dude. Wow. Yeah. Pussies. Yeah. Uh, hey, they're smart, man. That's like uh, you're cutting, cutting off the unemployment 
unemployment funds and then uh, mandating vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, no shit, right? Very strategic. Very smart. Hey, hey, look, the state is absolute pros at fucking you. That's what they that's all they do. It's all they've been doing for 200 years here. Yeah. They're pros. They're pros at it. And you're letting them do it. You're voting would, for your own oppression. Let me let me say this though. And not to knock you, but like that these things, if you're paying attention to them, there you can easily see what the state is doing. So that probably caught you off guard, like the deadline, because it's not something yeah. you were thinking about. Right. But this whole the uh the unemployment benefits and then the mask mandate, I mean the vaccine mandates coming down the down the pipe were it was pretty goddamn clear the order they can get that order correct they can't get the withdrawal from afghanistan order correct they did that completely backwards so it's almost like you know that that's all done on purpose but if you're paying attention you kind of see the writing on the walls here especially in new york and california places like that i said they're pros i didn't say they were smart you know no they're lizard people they're uncreative yeah they're smart but they they just kind of do the same things over and over so once you see the game plan you could kind of yeah, no shit. <laughs> work your way around it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we're getting to the end of the uh, public stream. We're going to do a members only tonight because I owe my members a members only. But uh, uh, before before we get that started tonight in the stream, brother, can you tell all these people where they can find you, support you, listen to you, all that great stuff? Yeah, you can find me toplobster.com, toplobster underscore on Twitter, toplobster everywhere. And I also have a, a Patreon that I'm doing where I'm going to be uh, – I'm creating like, I don't know, phone, phone wallpapers and stuff like that. And there's a lot of other goodies for the tiers. You'll have access to all of my, all of my artwork and, uh, and, and I'm working on more things. So, you know, uh, take a look at it, maybe join or, or give me some feedback about something, uh, you know, something that you'd like to see on there. Cause, uh, I'm, I, I think it's a, I think it might be interesting for me and, and the people who like me. Yeah, man. Uh, please check out Top Lops' Patreon. I, I actually uh, went over and checked out all the tiers the other day. Uh, some really cool stuff on there, including the, 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 the coolest thing is you get your portrait drawn on one of the tiers. Uh, and so to uh, have your <laughs> own Top Lobster portrait done is, is always a good thing. I know my guests are always really stoked about it. Um, so I, I appreciate that outlaw barber, $2 super chat. Thank you, sir. He said, do you, do you prefer Patreon or subscriptions on YouTube? Um, I, I, I prefer Patreon just cause they're really, uh, easy to work with and they don't take as much as Google. Google takes like a third of everything you guys give me on here, but, um, it's, mm. it's also really convenient to use Google, uh, for that kind of stuff. And I appreciate the super chats. Actually, it's, I think the, the biggest revenue stream we get is from the google right now so thank you guys for that i really appreciate it but uh i prefer patreon which is my patreon.com backslash uh break the cycle js but but check out top lobster man because the dude's got i mean how many designs you got now like a hundred thousand or something like that dude something like that yeah insane. <laughs> I stopped counting. The, the guy literally just dra- like writes and writes and writes and writes or dra- sorry draws and draws and draws and draws same shit whatever it's all the same it's all it's all visual but uh brother i appreciate you i love you to death man thank you thank you for everything that you've done for the show uh w- without you we wouldn't be who we are um, i'm gonna get this thing closed out and we'll start the members only stream where we'll really talk some shit okay cool man all right brother <laughs> thanks all right, guys, another awesome episode of Break Cycle. I love Top Lobster. Go check out his Patreon. Please support this man, dude. He's uh, he's influencing culture through art, and he does it. He, he's grown. Uh, when, when, when we first started hanging out, I think he had about 500 Twitter followers, and he's uh, I think he's inching on 4,000 now, and uh, he's drawn portraits of all the great people in the movement, and he helps a lot of people uh, that have shows, and uh, he's doing a lot of work, man. So if you guys could support him, that would be really great. 
I would appreciate it, certainly. Uh, of course, I'd also like it if you'd appreciate if you'd check out my Patreon or my Subscribestar or my uh, my YouTube join here underneath any of my um, uh, videos. The uh, Outlaw Bar with the cool thing. Here's here's the cool thing is the Patreon. You get some swag um, depending on what tiers your tier you are in. Um, but you get these live members only streams like the day after, sometimes a couple days after if I'm sick. Sorry, I apologize. Um, uh, but if you join on the YouTube here, uh, you get to watch them live. Plus, you get all the emojis, um, uh, the the custom top lobster emojis in the chat. And you get custom badges that change colors depending on how long you've been a channel member. So there's like perks for both. A lot of my patrons are also uh, uh, members of my YouTube as well because it's like five bucks or six bucks or something. So um, everything's got their own perks, man. So just check it out. Uh, also, check out toplopsa.com. Of course, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle. Where you can get this read me since not Mars shirt I'm wearing tonight at a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout. Uh, or you can do all the things I was just talking about and uh, and uh, get in the Discord where you get all his new gear. He's always got great stuff coming out like every other week. Um, and you can get all that up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at a 30% discount. But try, yeah, uh, I was going to say, we're leaving for Disneyland in 10 days, so if you're going to join the Patreon, do it now. It's the best time, I promise you. We need all the help I can get. I got seven kids going to Disney World. It's insane. I'm, I'm scared. I'm nervous. This is my own private hell, but I'm excited for them. Uh, and, of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at, much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, if you have a business, go check them out today. Uh, see what they can do for you. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, guys, coming up on the show, did I not? I bet I didn't fix all my buttons today. I bet I forgot to. I did. Is this Fritz still? No. Yeah. I messed the buttons up. Let's see. Here, I can do it. I can do it like this. Okay. Tomorrow coming on the show, uh, Sal the is going to be on here to talk about his book, uh, Anti-Politics. And, of course, uh, his beef with the Mises Caucus and other things. We'll probably hash out some of that stuff, too. You, as you guys know, my show is not a debate show, uh, so I won't be debating Sal. I actually like Sal most of the time, um, but I I, uh, I want to talk to him about why he hates on the Misakaka so much and find out what he has to say about that. Uh, and then on Wednesday, the great Eliza Blue will be on the show, uh, uh, survivor of human trafficking, big advocate against human trafficking. Uh, she's amazing. She's, she's a wonderful speaker. I'm very excited to have her on. Uh, and then Thursday, guys, the return of the Conspiracy Couch with Dan Smots and Dave Casey and our guest, Monica Perez, who is fantastic. If you have not watched my episode with her uh, before, go check her out. She's amazing. I'm very excited for that episode. And then Friday, uh, the gentleman from Walk Away, Mike Harlow, will be on the show. That's going to be a fun show. The guy's phenomenal speaker. I've been watching some of his uh, speaking engagements. He's really, really great. So I'm excited to do that. I will see you guys tomorrow for the show with Eliza Blue. Uh, go support Top Lobster. Become a member of the YouTube channel here so you can come and hang out with us in the members-only chat. I'll see you tomorrow for the show with Eliza Blue. Until then, don't forget to break the cycle. And thanks for all the well wishes while I was sick, guys. I appreciate you. to explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse of the frame but i just stand in minecraft the helicopter part was in reference to gta 5 and the things you do so when any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just stand in minecraft
Holy shit, I think I 